Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Uh, welcome to Lauren's podcast. Today is Sunday. August 13th, 2017. We're starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I just want to make a brief announcement that I am probably starting tomorrow. We'll be looking into other venues for a community call service. As you notice, the call changed abruptly, abruptly changed yesterday uh, because I was sort of blocked out. I was deemed, I believe, controversial. So some type of complaint was generated against my call series, and I'm certainly never advocating hate or crimes and racial epitaphs or anything like that. However, um, our group is without a doubt heavily infiltrated, and perhaps some of the work I am even doing with Professor Martinez, as with other my call series, I sort of morphed as a moderator, as a person, as a targeted individual, I've morphed more to wanting to really find out the basis of my targeting. Thus, I'm shedding light on things that are different. And uh, we all know when you kind of get out of the cookie cutter, you could have a lot of adversity, both my perps of this program, as well as I do believe perps that are lying as TIs among us. We are infiltrated. I don't have evidence, of course, but I sense it. So without further ado, give me a few minutes and let's go ahead and uh, begin our series tonight. Uh, welcome everyone. And again, um, all questions, comments, and concerns uh, made by my viewers may not necessarily be my own. I do believe though we can learn from each other, gain understanding, and I will um, attempt in this call to give my email my Facebook name because if I change venues and I think I want to um, so we can have a community call in which everyone at their convenience may go back and want to listen to a previous podcast if not download them hit them viral um, I want including myself I want everyone to have that opportunity and for some reason I am blocked from that so I'm working hard of course with talks you to unblock that you know, as I move, but in the meantime, they didn't give me much uh, heads up to change. So let's start. Come on. Uh huh. Welcome to Lauren's podcast. Hey, Sunday, 13th of August, 2017. Illegal Alien Mafia, Part 19. Takedown and the Shakedown of Americans. Identity theft. Traffic of Section 8. Food stamps, housing, blacklisting of employment. Without further ado, I am gracious and humbled to present Professor Solange Martinez. Good evening, Professor Martinez. Good evening, Lauren. How are you? I'm hanging in there. And how about yourself? 
I'm good. Uh, I am uh, uh, well, and I know I'm going to be well because I'm with the Lord, and He sees everything, and He understands our ways, remember. You and our faith can only get stronger as we have to endure this. You feel that way? Yes, um, and I have um, decided to start uh, all my presentations and uh, the presentation of all my information with a prayer. I have here in front of me Psalm 139, and it reads to the chief musician a Psalm of David. Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts after all, afar off, excuse me. Thou compassest my path and my laying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but love, O Lord, that knoweth it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid down, laid thine hand thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. And he goes on um, to talk about the Lord and what uh, he gives us. He is uh, an all-knowing God. He is an omniscient God, and he is uh, a God of love and a God of compassion. And a God um, that disciplines when we are we don't do what he's uh, what we are supposed to do and what he says we should do, and this is the reason why I uh, combined my research about the uh, criminal organization that I have been researching for the last 16 years or so, and um, the uh, that's the secular part of my research and the uh, theological part of my research which uh, is the spiritual part, and um, I, uh, I am very um, glad that I decided to do it this way because through my research I have found out that many people within this organization, the criminal, the, the criminal organization that I have been researching, uh, know no God. The only God that they know of is uh, money, and they are trained, I found out uh, through my research, uh, to not fear God uh, and not um, believe in God because, of course, that would hurt the organization. Uh, if you're going to order somebody to uh, follow and stock uh, and gun stock uh, other people, uh, you are not, of course, going to tell them, you know, there is a God that is watching you uh, and there is a God that uh, sees everything that you do and what you're doing is wrong. Um, you are not going to tell somebody uh, at a hospital that works as a, uh, as a doctor or, or as a nurse, uh, you can kill that person because we already sold uh, that person's identity and you have to kill uh, that person. So here, inject her with um, a cholesterol booster uh, knowing that she has, of course, uh, a 300 or more uh, uh, of level of cholesterol. So you're not going to do that if you tell the person that uh, you're telling this to, uh, that God exists and, uh, and that God is watching. Uh, 
and that God uh, sooner or later is going to uh, ask you uh, for an explanation and is going to punish you. So, of course, uh, the people who are part of this uh, organization, criminal organization, are ta taught to not believe in God and uh, to believe only uh, in what they do. Uh, I have uh, interviewed many people, and they have told me, oh, no, there is, uh, uh, God doesn't exist. I, if I don't work, I don't eat. Uh, but they don't know that uh, the work that they do was given to them, the ability for them to do what they do or, or the work that they do was given to them uh, by God. If God wanted to, they could leave them without arms and legs uh, right there. But, of course, they don't know that because they say that God doesn't exist. So um, with that being said, I am going to uh, go ahead and give you um, a brief um, definition of what the illegal alien mafia is. Uh, for those of you who are listening today, uh, and I invited all the people to listen to our call today, uh, so they know a little bit more about the uh, criminal organization that I have been researching for the last 16 years. Uh, the Illegal Aliens Mafia is a, a, a network um, that comprises of uh, government employees, um, sanctuary cities uh, employees, specifically uh, Rochester, uh, cities like Rochester, Chicago, Miami, New York City, uh, Atlanta, etc. And uh, this um, network uh, is a very powerful network because it is all over the country. Uh, I have seen and I have heard people say, say to me, um, well, I'm going to move from uh, New York City to um, Florida. And I said to them, you know, if you move from New York City to Florida to uh, escape uh, persecution by the illegal mafia, uh, I have bad news for you because they are in Florida, they are in Connecticut, uh, according to my research, they are in Long Island, they are in the Chicago, um, Illinois, Indiana, uh, everywhere. Uh, they are even in Alaska. So if you think that you're going to uh, escape persecution by the illegal alien mafia after they steal your identity and government benefits uh, by going to Alaska, they have people there. So. My advice to you is to stay and fight and uh, join organizations uh, that uh, are against the uh, illegal aliens mafia, against the uh, subjugation of American people, of the American people and the American culture, and against the uh, genocide of um, Americans here in this country and everywhere. So one of these organizations uh, I have found out uh, in the last. Um, two weeks or so, uh, is uh, the National Liberty Alliance. This organization um, uh, pleasantly surprises me because I have uh, searched for an organization like this uh, for many, many years, about 16 years, and I finally found uh, the organization. This organization is an organization of uh, patriots that fight for the rights of the citizens not for the rights of the uh, rich citizens, not for the rights of the citizens who are in power and who are subjugating the poor people or the people that uh, don't uh, work for the government. They are uh, um, a, a group of people that uh, 
fight for the right thing and for justice. And um, they are located at 3979 Albany Post Road, uh, Suite 107, Hyde Park, uh, New York, 12538. And their uh, phone number, if you want to join them, is 814-531-5363, 814-531-5363. They have a fax number of 1-888-891-8977. And what I uh, found uh, about this organization, what amazes me is that this organization not only um, documents crimes committed against the citizens, but they also uh, are active uh, regarding these crimes. They documented, they uh, go after the uh, government employees that subjugate the citizens and many times uh, go after the citizens to assassinate them uh, and they actually help the citizens. They help people with, with uh, their foreclosures. A lot of people have lost their homes and are losing their homes. And so they um, intercede they, on their behalf. They uh, advocate for them, and they go uh, after the uh, criminals uh, who work, unfortunately, for our judicial system and tell them, you know what? Uh, you are a government employee, and you are not God. Uh, so as such, you have to follow the law just like everybody else. And the law says that you are not allowed to steal people's homes you are not allowed to illegally incarcerate people, uh, citizens, just because uh, they have a uh, different view um, from yours uh, and they don't agree with your um, way of living. Uh, and they believe that uh, we have to earn our living uh, in the traditional way uh, by working, not by stealing from other people and not by stealing the, the citizens' um, government uh, benefits, uh, their pensions, etc. So this organization uh, I am pleasantly surprised with because I found that they do, in fact, uh, defend the citizens. I have uh, tried to find many organizations like this. I have tried, tried to find, to find um, a different government employees uh, that I thought was, were there to defend the citizens, like the attorney general, um, the uh, inspector general, the uh, USA attorneys, um, the um, uh, police uh, uh, captains, police uh, chief, chief of police, uh, many uh, sheriffs. Uh, I always thought that these people were there to serve and protect. And I found out, um, sadly, that they are not. Many times they are not. Uh, I know that... Um, uh, many sheriffs and many chief of police uh, have actually uh, fought the system. I uh, heard in one of our calls that a woman said, you know, I was friends with the chief of police, and he actually tried to help me, and he said to me, uh, I am so sorry, I, could not, I cannot help you anymore, uh, but I, I did everything I, I could. I also have found that during my persecution, uh, for my research, because of my research, um, I have, uh, and during my four, uh, my four false arrests, I have found police officers that have told me, uh, listen, <coughs> you have to um, 
go and speak to such and such because what they are doing to you is illegal. And I am a police officer, and uh, I don't agree with what they are doing to you. So um, when this police officer uh, told me in Manhattan, New York City, Manhattan, that uh, what um, they were doing to me when they falsely arrested me was illegal, uh, they, he was going to go into the elevator uh, to go speak to somebody on the fifth floor, and this police officer um, went into the elevator. They stopped the elevator, and he went from the first floor to, to the fifth floor. He walked up the stairs and then came down again and brought me the information that I needed to report the people, the judicial system employees that were um, railroading me in New York City. So um, because of that and because of other uh, help that I had, uh, I was able to knock down two uh, false arrest cases that um, they um, hit me with, uh, that I was the victim of and in New York City, in Manhattan. And then when I went to um, get my file because I wanted evidence of what they were doing to me because I, I knew that at some point God was going to present me with um, the uh, opportunity to uh, hold these people accountable for whatever they have been doing to me. So when I went to get my file, they told me, oh, uh, we cannot give you your files uh, of the two arrests because um, we sealed it. And I said, well, you sealed it. Uh, I, and nobody asked me if I wanted my record sealed, and I don't want my record uh, sealed. Uh, and they said, well, we sealed it. We didn't uh, have to ask for your permission. Of course, they're going to seal the records because they know that the arrests were false and that the arrests were um, the um, retaliation attempts uh, for my reporting of corruption uh, and corrupted government employees in New York City as well as in New Jersey and as well as in the uh, state of New York. So. Um, they are doing that, uh, but uh, not all government employees are corrupted and bad. There are many uh, good government employees that do not agree with what they do to people, but they, they cannot, they don't have any other choice. They cannot uh, say, don't do that, because then they will lose their jobs uh, and they will lose their livelihood. They, they won't be able to pay their mortgage, to pay for their cars, to educate, you know, to pay for the, their children. Uh, uh, schools and clothing, etc. So uh, I am glad that not the whole apple is putrefied. The the apple has uh, parts that have not been putrefied uh, yet. So I am glad about that. With that being said, I'm going to continue with the definition of the criminal organization that I have been researching for the last 16 years or so. They traffic with the citizens' identities and government benefits, and what they do is they wait for the citizens to go to the Department of Social Services, the Social Security Administration offices, or the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to apply for their government benefits. Once their, their um, applications uh, are processed, then the illegal aliens mafia members uh, working at the aforementioned agencies uh, proceed to sell their government benefits to illegal aliens in the country and illegal aliens mafia members, many of whom have uh, up to seven, according to my research, up to seven different names and identities, seven different 
as social security numbers, and those seven different social security numbers uh, generate seven different government packages, government benefits uh, to them. So many of them live on private streets in very um, luxurious houses. Uh, they drive BMWs four by fours, Mercedes four by fours. Uh, cars that are like uh, $79,000, et cetera. And many of them don't, know, don't even know how to read or write. Uh, I, during my research, I uh, visited a house of a woman from the Dominican Republic and a man. Uh, they were Dominicans. They were illegal against mafia members. And they lived, they said, we just moved into this house. The house had a piano, and it was a house that uh, do not correlate with their education or their, their uh, academia, their abilities. Uh, and um, it was obviously uh, a house that the illegal aliens mafia had stolen from an American citizen or for, from somebody who, who worked uh, decently for the house and uh, did the right thing uh, and was a victim of the illegal aliens mafia. Uh, uh, the, the mafia obviously stole um, the house from this person, this citizen, and gave it to these uh, illegal aliens mafia members. And um, one of these uh, two uh, was, there were, it was a couple, a Dominican couple, uh, and one of, of, of them uh, told me that, um, first of all, they hired me supposedly to tutor uh, one of um, their children. They had a boy and a girl, and the woman uh, was so ignorant, uh, and this is the illegal aliens mafia prototype, that she didn't know what school the boy was going to. He was on sixth grade, I think, in the sixth grade. And uh, she told me that I uh, was supposed to find out where her uh, boy was going to school and then drive there and pick him up so I can drive them, drive him and uh, the sister back to uh, the home and tutor uh, the, the boy there or, and the sister. Uh, and um, I said to her, but, you know, uh, don't you think that that sounds a little odd, that, that you as a mother should uh, know where your, your children go to school uh, and uh, that you as, as a mother should um, know um, how to... Um, handle your, your children, uh, I mean, what school supplies they need, et cetera. And she said, no, no. And then when um, I was trying to help the, the girl with her uh, homework, she said to me, well, um, if she doesn't understand, just do the homework for her. Of course, that's, that's illegal. You cannot uh, do somebody else's work, uh, and, and much less if you are a teacher, a certified teacher, and you are uh, teaching a child uh, how to do their work. So, in other words, this is the illegal aliens mafia prototype. Uh, they uh, cheat in everything. They um, do not like the truth, do not, do not like to do things legally, uh, and uh, they uh, don't respect any laws, any regulations, or any rules. Uh, what they want is what they want, and that's it. So in this case, the woman and the, and the man wanted the, the child to have the homework done so the child could take it to school and get a good grade, and the child didn't even know what was going on in the homework. 
And that's the, that's the type of individuals that we have working in our government offices right now in our society because she had a good job and this guy had a good job, uh, and the, their job was so good that they were allowed to uh, get out of their job uh, and work one hour uh, gang-stalking somebody, uh, a, a decent citizen, whose identity and government benefits um, were uh, was stolen. And um, these type of individuals have no shame. Uh, they came from the Dominican Republic, and they invite other Dominican people from the Dominican Republic to come here, uh, get on, uh, connected with the mafia, uh, and get a welfare package that's stolen from somebody that worked for this package that uh, did the right thing and that probably is sick right now and cannot work anymore or um, uh, has a disability or, or a handicap that uh, does, does, not allow them, does not allow the citizens to work anymore. And this is the type of situation that our country is in. Now, this um, uh, problem is affecting right now millions of American citizens, and that's why uh, our president, uh, Donald Trump, uh, created the um, agency called Voice, which uh, you, Lauren, um, very tenaciously found for us and um, gave us the information about. And Voice stands for um, victims of the um, immigration uh, crime engagement. Victims of crime immigration crime engagement. Yes. And uh, that agency uh, was uh, precisely created uh, because uh, a lot of uh, illegal aliens are here committing crimes and they never get prosecuted properly. They commit a crime, they go uh, in and out of the courts, and they go back uh, like the illegal aliens mafia that uh, has been uh, victimizing me and my uh, elderly mother. They go back to the street to commit more crimes. Many of them, like the one that I just mentioned, has have killed uh, American citizens, and there is no punishment for for this you know this type of individual, uh, and that's why Trump created our president created this this um, agency, Voice, and um, uh, this uh, agency also uh, is not immune uh, to the uh, infiltration of the uh, aforementioned criminal organization. When I contacted Voice, I reported uh, the aforementioned criminal uh, that I just uh, mentioned, and uh, I reported his crimes. Uh, I reported the, his, the murders, the two murders. Uh, I also reported the uh, falsification of um, uh, motor vehicle records, the uh, driving on, while under the influence without a suspended license, etc. And uh, when I called uh, back one day, because I made several calls, they told me, oh, uh, what you're telling me now is not what I, what I see in the history of the case. So what they have done is in all the agencies, uh, they uh, either hack the computers or have somebody inside the agency change the information or the complaints that the uh, American citizens filed against uh, criminals working for this criminal organization and then when uh, the investigation goes through, they say, oh, well, this person is either uh, not or she was wrong or he was wrong because this is not, uh, these are not the facts. 
So this is what has been going on for years, and this is why uh, the investigations many times don't go anywhere. Uh, they are uh, very uh, corrupted. Uh, they have um, uh, been falsified, uh, and many times they disappeared. So um, this is one uh, problem that uh, we have been trying to fight, uh, and this is why I tell everybody to document everything that happens, and when you report something, when you report a crime, uh, keep your copies, keep uh, uh, two or three copies at least, you know, give it to somebody else, uh, just in case they do what they have done to my mother and myself many times. Uh, they break, uh, have broken into our homes and stolen our papers uh, and our documents, but that doesn't that hasn't really mattered uh, to me because I always had many copies uh, scattered everywhere and uh, I had everything digitalized since I had a, a friend who was a, an ADA, uh, assistant to district attorney for 30 years in New York City. And uh, he told me, you have to um, uh, do everything uh, by recording because these people that you are uh, documenting things about are going to lie because that's what they do. They're criminals and they're, they're going to lie in court. So when you get your date in court, uh, you're going to show your proof and say your piece. And that's what I did. I uh, recorded all the information. I digitalized the, the docu documents and the information. And now um, it is all over the place. It is all over the Internet. It is all over, and it is impossible to erase it because if you have uh, something or several, several things in uh, 200, 300 uh, different sites, it is impossible to go uh, to, to uh, one site and the next and the next and the next uh, manually. It is impossible to erase it. So they cannot erase it. The illegal aliens market cannot erase it. And even if they erase something, any judge can subpoena that uh, information and they will have to come up with it. And remember, even if you um, break things and uh, get uh, a hammer and hammer uh, a cell phone or, or an iPad or a computer, those uh, things can be reconstructed uh, and they can get the information. Even if you do that, after that, they can get the information out. So once the crime is committed, uh, there is always a way to uh, track it down and to document it. And this is why many people say that there is, not, there is no perfect crime. And um, this is why I'm telling you right now, if you want to join an organization that uh, is very good documenting things and uh, following uh, up uh, with things and following through, uh, contact the National Liberty Alliance. Um, they will um, uh, investigate your, your case, uh, and they will uh, be uh, serious regarding your complaint. They're not going to say, oh, uh, we are moving, so we threw your complaint uh, in the garbage because we were moving. Like I was told uh, when I spoke to uh, an inspector general's office uh, uh, that uh, was supposed to investigate the uh, welfare fraud, uh, the, the trafficking of uh, social security numbers and citizens' identities at the Department of Social Services in New York City and in New Jersey as well as in other places in our country. They told me straight out, oh, we just threw it out in the garbage because uh, we are moving. And this is the type of, of people that we have working in our government system. 
people who um, have no scruples, have no character and no morals. And this is why we are the, the way we are. And this is really sad. So uh, to move right along, I wanted to um, document uh, that I have a case uh, here in Monroe County. Uh, it, originally, it was a case that um, illegal aliens mafia members created in the wrong court. And now they have four cases. Um, they created a case through an illegal alias mafia member um, that they used uh, against me, and uh, they uh, supposedly uh, put us as, uh, or documented us as family or as having a relationship uh, in uh, May 2nd of 2017, and that was never the case. Um, they entered uh, a restraining order against me supposedly because I uh, posted evidence against this individual who has been in and out of jail since the age of 12. And uh, since he's an illegal aliens mafia member, uh, you cannot do that because illegal aliens mafia members uh, are untouchable, as we know. So after I posted evidence against him in my news uh, channel in YouTube and in my uh, Facebook account and other uh, internet site. They created this case. They said that we were family uh, and that we had a he had a, a case of, uh, in the family court against me, a restraining order, because I was not supposed to exercise my freedom of press, freedom of speech, or freedom of religion uh, regarding this uh, uh, gentleman that I reported that's part of the illegal aliens mafia. And of course, you know that that's illegal, so that is unconstitutional. Uh, you cannot uh, create or issue a court order that violates the United States Constitution. Uh, it is illegal. You cannot tell somebody that they cannot exercise their freedom of speech. Uh, that, uh, is, that violates the First Amendment right, which is freedom of speech, uh, religion, etc., the, the freedom. So um, I wanted to um, also and mention a, a case that uh, is going on in uh, Virginia Beach, and this case is of a gentleman. It, it's in regards of um, it's regarding a gentleman that uh, made the mistake of uh, getting a ride because he didn't have a ride uh, to go home to go back to his home, and he got a ride with the wrong people in the wrong car. These uh, people. Uh, obviously committed a crime, and uh, when um, they uh, were offered, they were caught, and when they were offered uh, a plea, a deal, they took it because they were guilty. Now, the person who took the right with them was not guilty, and he was offered a plea, and he didn't take it because he was not guilty. So he said, uh, naturally, he said, why should I go to jail uh, and do time for something that I didn't, uh, for a crime that I didn't commit? So the ones that were guilty uh, got the deal. Uh, one of them, which was a, was a female, she uh, did no jail time, and she did the crime, uh, and that was the deal for her. The other one uh, did a reduced sentence uh, for doing the crime because he confessed to the crime, and he said, he himself said, that the person who got the right with uh, uh, them uh, did not commit a crime, did not have anything to do with the crime. Nevertheless, the prosecutor uh, 
process this person legally, uh, uh, process the person uh, legally through the legal system, and he convicted this person. Now this person ended up uh, doing 47 years in jail, and uh, this is um, a, a, an atrocity because if if you are a prosecutor, uh, you are supposed to uh, try to find the people who are guilty to put in jail, not the people that you don't like uh, and that you want them to be guilty so you can, you can look good on your resume or in your record. That's not the way the laws uh, were intended to, to be used. The laws were intended to be used to prosecute people who were guilty and to send them to jail so they could be apart from the general population. But what I have seen in, the, uh, in this um, uh, 16 years uh, research that I have um, uh, gone through with uh, is that a lot of people uh, in the uh, judicial system of our country, they think that uh, they are there uh, as gods. They are not there as government employees who are there to do a job. They are there because uh, they are gods, and if they don't like somebody, uh, then uh, they can they have the the legal and God given right according to them to put these people in prison or to put these people in jail by falsifying uh, government records, uh, legal records, court court records, and whatever they need to falsify. So uh, this uh, poor person who uh, didn't have a right ended up in jail for a crime that he didn't commit, and the ones who did commit the crime are. Uh, Three, uh, one, one. The female one is 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 uh, did not do any jail time, uh, and the other one did a reduced sentence. So, what is the justice uh, in in that uh, uh, case? Remember, our constitution says very clearly, and justice for all, not for some, not for us, but justice for all. And uh, what I have seen is that a justice is uh, very rarely seen for people who are not part of the government, um, uh, who are not working in, uh, in as government employees, who are not uh, family members of the government employees, and who are not friends of the government employees. If you uh, are not friends with them, uh, are part of uh, the government um, uh, families, government employees' families, uh, and uh, or you are not a government employee, then uh, you are out of luck because you will never get justice. And this is this is not right. This is not how our constitution intended to to be used. Uh, was intended to 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 be used. Our constitution was created uh, because we needed a set of rules so we can govern ourselves with justice and uh, under God, not with injustice and under the devil, because right now, uh, if you are uh, God-fearing, if you uh, are a Christian, you are persecuted. I was told myself, you know, uh, oh, don't, don't pray and don't, uh, don't use incense or don't use um, sage, because that's witchcraft. That's not witchcraft. Using sage and, and using incense is not witchcraft. Um, that is uh, used by the Pope uh, in the Vatican and uh, in, in Italy, and that's not witchcraft. Uh, I have also uh, seen other people say, well, um, if you 
um, mention the word of, uh, you know, the uh, if you say something about God in the school system, then you are uh, in violation of U.S. law. Yes, uh, you are in violation of U.S. law, uh, but you have many schools uh, in here who say, well, you know, we have to have a prayer for these uh, Muslim uh, children because they are Muslim, and if we don't have a prayer five times uh, a day for them, then we are violating their, their religious uh, beliefs. Yes, but how come we have a prayer for the Muslim children uh, five times uh, a, a, during the day uh, in, in our school system, and we cannot uh, talk about, uh, you know, God or, or, or uh things that are um, good for the children to learn, values that are good for the children to learn. To learn. So we uh, have to examine, re-examine our um, way of living because this is, this is going uh, the wrong way. Uh, we have people who are innocent in jail and we have people who are guilty outside of jail. We have people who continue to violate U.S. law and who are there uh, outside uh, a released into the population whose felonies are knocked down to misdemeanors so they can be released to the population so they can continue to subjugate and abuse the population. And this is what has been going on um, for years. Uh, as I said before, it's been 16 very long years and four false arrests. Uh, and I only have found one in 16 years, one organization that uh, actually uh, fight for the citizens and tries to protect the citizens. Uh, I have tried to uh, find organizations who are Catholic, uh, who are uh, Christians, and what I found um, was that a lot of money is donated to these organizations, and the monies uh, are used for the uh, family members of the justice for the family members of the people who work for the organization, not the general public. And uh, what I found also was that if you are not friends, quote unquote, with the people who work uh, in these organizations, then you never get help. Uh, so this is the things are not the way they're supposed to be, and we need to change it. And that uh, is why we are doing these calls because. We have uh, a job to do. We have uh, the, uh, the job of informing the, the people, and we also have the job to actively uh, do something about what's wrong. There is no um, good thing in uh, saying over and over, oh, this is wrong. People are being, uh, their identities are being stolen. When they go to um, get their government benefits, um, they process their applications, their, their, their social security numbers are stolen along with the government benefits, and then uh, the uh, Department of Social Services, the Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services, as well as the Social Security Administration offices um, across the country sent assassins after these people to kill them because they sold their um, uh, government benefits and their identities to illegals, and they have to assure, uh, they have to ensure that the illegals are not going to be bothered if they are stopped by Homeland Security or by a federal agency. So um, they need, to, we need to eliminate the citizens. 
we we can say that uh, over and over and over, but we need to do something. And what do we need to do? We need to report this. We need to document it, and we need to fight. Whatever means necessary, whatever we need to do, we need to do it in a in a peaceful way, not uh, with guns or fighting, but in a peaceful way. Uh, so please, if you uh, are listening to me, join this organization, join the National Liberties, uh, Liberty Alliance, uh, because these people will help you. They're not going to stand there and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, um, I will pray for you and do nothing. They will try to help you in any way, shape, or form that they can. And, and um, that's one thing that I wanted to mention uh, during this call. And the other thing that I wanted to mention, this gentleman that uh, took the ride that I mentioned before, he's in jail. He has children that uh, are waiting for him to come out of jail. And, um, of course, the uh, public defender did not defend him uh, like it was his job to do. He did not provide effective counsel for this uh, person. So, uh, he, he ended up in jail, even though he he was innocent uh, of the crime uh, regarding the crime that he was charged with. And uh, now his mother uh, is collecting money, so he ca he can uh, pay for um, lawyers and investigators to uh, allow the truth to come out, to um, help and uh, to try to get him out of this jail uh, that he ended up uh, in because he took a right. So if you, uh, I think I posted that, uh, I'm going to be posting it um, every two days or so, so you can keep seeing that. If you can possibly uh, help in any way, shape, or form, we will appreciate it. I also posted my phone number, which is 914-619-8362, 914-619-8362. If you can uh, help in any way, shape, or form, uh, and you need to contact me, please uh, do so. I will put you in contact with um, the mother of this gentleman, and um, you can help uh, directly if you want. That's wonderful. That is wonderful, Solange. Um, we're going to continue your series because I'm sure you have an outline. Um, let me go ahead and do a blurb for tomorrow's call, and we will continue, and then we'll open with some Q&A if anyone in the um, uh, callers tonight have questions and answers for you, okay? Give me okay. one moment, okay? We're going to continue. Don't worry. Sex trafficking and the end time. What is their connection? Has this been repeated before? I can assure you, there is no new, there is really nothing new under the sun. Join me tomorrow on my podcast as we explore sex trafficking and the end times, and I thoroughly explain and expound on their connection. Let's talk to you. Call number 144-771. Thank you. Okay, let's go back to our call. Everyone, I hope you can join me tomorrow night, sex trafficking and the end times and their connection. Professor Martinez, our topic tonight is wake up victims. Sometimes we can be too frightened to become alert, to listen, to acknowledge. Sometimes just pure ignorance of the situation 
Many of us are gang stalked and our rights have been denied. We're blacklisted from employment. But we're really, the last thing that we have comprehended is that our identities are in fact stolen. Oh, yes. Yes. And um, many people say, oh, you know, why would they uh, steal my identity? I'll tell you why they would. They want to steal your identity, because the illegal aliens um, that come here uh, and uh, want to stay in, in this country and get uh, the benefits that uh, citizens uh, get, they need your identities because they don't have a social security number. And in order for them to get um, welfare benefits, a full cover package like millions of them are getting, and uh, as opposed to the citizens, uh, they need a social security number. They also need a social security number to buy a house, to buy a car, to get a driver license, uh, to get a passport, because many of them are using uh, the excuse me, the citizen's passport to go back and forth to other countries, to their own countries, to bring um, the goods that um, they get here in this country. And um, I'm glad that, uh, in a way, that I can use my uh, sample case and my mother's because I tried during my 16 years of, of uh, investigative work, I tried to use uh, other people's cases, but they, I found that they were too afraid uh, to come forward or to say anything or to testify or uh, to come um, out and uh, speak to our news reporters or to um, be on, on the news, uh, speak to um, somebody uh, uh, from a news channel. So um, I decided to ask my mother to be uh, to give me permission to use her case, her sample case, and I decided to use my sample case. Uh, as I said before, my mother uh, did everything right. She came to the United States. She worked dozens of years, many times, during, uh, from 7 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. Uh, she paid her taxes. She bought her house. Um, we had a half a million dollars home in Dover, New Jersey, 54B East Blackwater Street, Dover, New Jersey. That was uh, stolen uh, by the illegal aliens mafia. When um, I, after I reported uh, an illegal aliens mafia member that worked as a judge in Morristown. Her name was Barbara Soccer Saris. And after that, um, my mother and I were persecuted. She sent assassins after us. Uh, we uh, had to flee New Jersey. We went to the state of New York. Uh, they sent people and contacted people in the state of New York to continue to try to assassinate us. Uh, many assassination attempts uh, were made against my mother and, and myself. Uh, one of them was by um, a uh, letting gas uh, when we once we went out of the apartment at 712 West 175th Street, um, New York, New York 132, I believe was the zip code. We used to go to I used to take my mother to the doctors and to the pharmacy and uh, to get the medications, and uh, we used to come back home and see the gas uh, many times uh, opened. Uh, the stove uh, opened. Uh, they would uh, provoke a gas leak while we were not there. And uh, so during the night, they would also do that. So 
instead of uh, waking up, we would wake up dead. Uh, many times we had to open the uh, windows uh, to let the gas out so we could breathe um, and not breathe gas. Uh, they tried at this um, same location uh, that was owned by uh, a drug lord, Sergio Kilmanoid, uh, and that's one of his identities. His real name is Sergio Vasquez. Uh, they tried uh, to poison us with um, another uh, gas, um, and um, when, they, when we called, I decided to call the uh, fire department, and um, when we called the fire department, uh, they said that the, the level of the gas, and uh, it was supposed to beep because we had something uh, that uh, would beep. Um, it didn't. It was 22, and it was supposed to be something like seven. Uh, so um, the fire department people came. Uh, they were given uh, a bunch of um, drugs. Uh, we saw the drugs were they, when the uh, the people who worked uh, for this uh, drug lord um, gave it to the 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 fire department and. Um, they didn't say, they didn't do a report, they didn't say anything about the gas, uh, or the gas leak, or the um, uh, all the problems that the, the, the apartment had. Uh, the same thing happened in Lima, New York, when we were living at 1449 Rochester Street, uh, Lima, New York, trailer number 18. Um, they, they tried the gas uh, and uh, they provoked a leak. Uh, and when we called the um, the fire department, they came and they said, "Oh my goodness!" Uh, a guy said, uh, "This is a, a huge leak." That he looked at the supervisor, and then um, a, another guy, a very um, heavy guy, heavy set, came and uh, said something to the fire department people. And then they say, "Oh well, you know, there is no gas leak." So I said, well, you know, if there is no gas leak, I'm going to contact some news reporters uh, or investigative news reporters so they can come and see for themselves. And so they uh, decided not to try that again, uh, to uh, cut the uh, gas leak that they provoked, uh, to provoke an accident or to kill my mother and myself. Uh, they also did that um, at uh, when we were living uh, at, in um, Yonkers, New York, at the house that was owned by uh, some people from um, Greece. And um, those Greek uh, people also did the same thing that they always do, uh, steal our, our, our electricity. Uh, we were supposed to get like a $50 bill of electricity because my mother and I don't consume that much electricity. We used to get like $200, $300, and then we contacted the uh, Con Edison people, the electricity um, people, they sent an inspector. The inspector told us, yes, the landlord is connecting uh, his electricity from downstairs to your electricity, so you are paying for his electricity. And then after the inspector said that and gave me a paper, then Con Edison, the, the CEO of Con, of Con, Ed, uh, Con Edison, um, continue to charge us with the electricity um, that uh, was being consumed by our landlord. So these are the things that um, the citizens need to look at, and they need, uh, like the um, 
advertisement in, of, of the call says, they need to wake up because people are being uh, robbed, uh, their um, social security benefits are being stolen, their pensions uh, are being stolen after many years of work, um, their uh, utilities are being stolen, uh, their um, uh, electronic devices, their computers, iPads, uh, cell phones, etc., are being illegally intercepted because the government do not have the right to spy on the citizens uh, if they have committed a crime. Uh, and um, many of our citizens have been uh, murdered, assassinated by this organized crime. Uh, and uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, maybe if you don't say anything or if you um, don't do anything that would upset uh, this criminal organization, they will leave you alone. I have news for you, uh, people. They will not leave you alone. And the reason why, and I want to make this very clear, the reason why they are going after the citizens and they are eliminating the citizens is not because the citizens have done anything wrong. And it's not because the citizens complain and, and say, you know, I worked uh, dozens of years of my life, paid my taxes, did everything right, never got into trouble. Um, and I need my benefits because I'm very sick, I'm, I'm chronically ill, and I need my benefits. And the people who have my benefits have not worked one day uh, in their life uh, in this country, and they do, not, they do not deserve my benefits. I deserve my benefits. Uh, that's not the reason why they want to kill, and I, they have been killing the American citizens for the last uh, 16 years, uh, and I have evidence of this. Um, the reason why they have to kill you uh, after they steal your identity and government benefits is that they cannot afford to have you going around in the country while somebody else uh, in the different counties have your identity, has uh, a job with your name and social security number, has been defrauding the USA government or stealing from the taxpayers, in other words, uh, with your social security and your identity and has been getting your pension uh, and your um, social security disability because it is very dangerous for them to be found out uh, and to have you go to a court and testify, no, I am a such and such. That person is not me and I can prove it because of ABC. It's very dangerous for them to do that, to have you uh, going around doing that because if you do that, they can receive 20, 30 years in jail. I know a, a, a gentleman that knows a woman that was friends with a woman that was defrauding the USA government. They, were, they gave her 25 years in prison, 25 years because she was defrauding the USA government. Now imagine that you have been give, uh, uh, selling the identities of thousands of American citizens to illegals, and they have been defrauding, getting welfare uh, with those identities. How many years do you think they're going to give this uh, Department of Social Services employees and Department of uh, Social Security Administration Department uh, employees? How many years? Two, three? They're not going to give them two or three years. They're going to give them, give them 20, 30 years in prison because they have done it for many years and they have assassinated people uh, to, in order to um, 
cover up their crimes uh, of uh, uh, trafficking with citizens' identities and government benefits. So the reason why people are being railroaded and the reason why people are being hunted down is not that they have done anything wrong or uh, that they uh, have been reporting uh, crimes or, or have been doing something. Is that also, that's part of it, but uh, also they need to get rid of you after they sell your, your uh, um, identity and government benefits. They cannot afford to have you going around and they have, uh, what is it, uh, we have 3,124 um, 3, counties in the United States. Imagine if, they, if each computer, government computer, do not, if the uh, government, the DSS computers do not communicate with each other uh, from county to county, how many times can they sell your social security number and your identity uh, to different people in each county. Each county, they can have one person, one illegal alien uh, or one illegal alien mafia member in, in one county, and uh, they can have uh, one person in each county. Now, if we have over 3,000 counties, for one um, person, they, they can defraud the USA government or they can have uh, that, uh, that identity sold uh, over 3,000 times. And uh, each time that they are in a county, that your identity is in a county, they can apply for a full cover welfare package. Um, and they can, they can defraud the USA government. So multiply that over 3,000 times with one person Imagine they do it with millions of citizens. I have a question real quick, uh, Professor Martinez. Why wouldn't the United States government, uh, social services, why wouldn't their computers talk to each other? I don't care if you live in Alaska. I don't care if you live in Oregon. Why can't they all be just connected? You, queue, you download the person's name, and it's there in all 3,000 counties. I'll tell you why. They cannot talk to each other because the system is designed for the people who have been working there for many years and stealing from the taxpayers for many years. And those people um, have other people uh, that come to, that are work, welcome to the illegal aliens mafia team, and they don't want uh, the, uh, the computers to communicate with each other because if the computers communicated with each other, then they're stealing from the taxpayers and the theft of, of citizens' identities and government benefits would have to stop because once yeah. you, you, uh, you have somebody living in, uh, say, Monroe County, like my mother and myself, if we have one person living here in this county, and uh, that person is getting government benefits. Uh, if, they, if they have another person living in Westchester County, like they have right now, uh, getting welfare benefits, a full cover package with my mother's identities and mine, so it's two full cover packages being sold in Westchester County, eight hours away from Monroe County in New York. If, if the computers communicated with each other, then uh, the DSS commissioners uh, would not be stealing millions of dollars from the taxpayers because then when they uh, enter the information, my mother's 
social security number in Westchester County, it will show that she is in um, Monroe County, and the computer would not generate a welfare, a full cover welfare package for the illegal alien uh, that is uh, using her identity there. So it is in the best interest of the illegal aliens mafia members working as government employees um, that uh, the computers do not communicate with each other. And remember, uh, as my research, my research have, uh, has uh, shown, uh, we have illegal aliens mafia members from the, the mailmen uh, that uh, distributes the mail uh, all the way to Congress people. Um, uh, senators uh, and assembly assemblymen, uh, assembly persons. We have it uh, from top to bottom, and a lot of people. Um, I I don't know if you remember that I reported all the um, government officials, uh, Congresswoman um, uh, Louise uh, Slaughter. Uh, I also reported uh, assemblyman uh, Joseph uh, Corelli. I also reported um, the um, uh, <laughs> Senator uh, Gallivan um, and uh, other um, government officials that um, uh, were supposed to help my mother but did not. Uh, and why did they, did, did they not help my mother to get her government benefits? Because they, it is in their best interest not to help uh, the citizens whose government benefits and identities have been stolen because many people get a piece of the pie. So when I contacted um, the government officials for uh, this district, district in Monroe County, uh, I was told, well, you know, um, we called uh, and the district commissioner do not pick up the phone. Uh, they don't take my calls. Uh, so sorry, we cannot do anything regarding your mother's stolen identities and your mother's stolen social security number or yours because um, the Department of Social Services don't take our calls. Now, you're going to tell me that. Uh, Let's pause for a first uh, Wait a minute. Excuse me, Professor Martinez. Everybody, kind of take a breath and take that in. Identity theft has been proven, but there's nothing we can do because the DSS commissioners won't pick up their Wow. Hmm. I'm sorry, Professor Martinez. Please listen. I'm. I, what? Trust what me. What kind of people? you? You you pick up the phone and and, and speak to her. Uh, you know, uh, targeted individuals, uh, victims of the mafia. It inevitably, the adjectives may change, but. With the corruption and lawlessness, it's as if, uh, again, uh, they don't really care what kind of haphazard excuse they give us. We simply don't matter. Is that correct, Professor Martinez? Oh, yes. And that doesn't only apply to the Congress people and the uh, senators. That applies also to governors because you have, uh, remember, you have one in California and we have one in here in New York. Uh, I contacted um, many times the governor's office, Governor Andrew Cuomo, and I said, uh, I pleaded with with his staff, I said, please help my mother. My mother's cancer has come back a third time. Her uh, social security benefits and her um, her, her um, uh, New York State uh, Medicaid is being uh, sold, and she needs that uh, to 
uh, see her cancer doctor because the cancer came back a third time, uh, they would laugh at us. Uh, they would hang up the phone, uh, and they would tell us not to contact them anymore, not to bother them anymore. And this is the type of, of situation that we, the citizens, are in. And uh, this is uh, why we see illegals in our country uh, not working, relaxing, and what, what is, how they say it, uh, chilling at home uh, with a full cover government package uh, that somebody else works for all their lives. Uh, you know, all his or, or, or her uh, life, and uh, they laugh uh, at the citizens. They say, well, you know, uh, like I said before, uh, they have told us, um, I don't know, I don't understand why you want to be an American because I'm an, I'm an illegal person. Uh, I have been deported uh, twice. I'm back on the state. I'm getting a full cover welfare package. They pay for my, the taxpayers pay for my housing, for my electricity, my gas. Um, for my children's school. Um, my children are illegal also. I have two children, and uh, they have uh, Medicaid. I have Medicaid. My husband has Medicaid. We have two two houses, big houses in uh, Mexico. Uh, we're going to get a house in here. And you are on the street. You have to be moving uh, every every uh, two months or so, and you're on the street. You have nothing. You're a college professor, and I have much money than you. So why are you, what is the sense of being a citizen? And, you know, okay. if you think about it, she's right. Because yeah. the citizens here are abused, subjugated, and uh, persecuted by the same citizens who were born in here, who are traitors to our country, and uh, who um, hunt down the citizens so they can kill them and sell their, continue to sell their identities to illegals in our country, like Kevin McGuire. Uh, have been doing for the last uh, 25 to 30 years or so, like um, Diane Dane uh, in Livingston County, which is the equivalent of Kevin McGuire. The only thing is, the only difference is that Kevin McGuire is the commissioner of DSS in, um, of the Department of Social Services in Westchester, New York, and Diana Dane is the commissioner uh, of uh, the Department of Social Services in here in Livingston County. Uh, we have another commissioner here in Monroe County, and they all have the same function, steal and sell their, uh, the citizens' identities, and then um, hunt them down until they kill them, fabricate uh, cases uh, against them so they can see if they can put them in jail and kill them in jail, uh, and then uh, if they have parents or um, family members, put them in a nursing home if they're old and kill them there, or um, a, hunt them down and try to kill them while they're at home. And this is the situation. And when you call uh, your Congress people, your uh, state representatives, uh, they look the other way because uh, it is in their best interest to look the other way and not in the best interest of the citizens. Like, like I said before, I contacted uh, Senator uh, Joseph Barack, um, and his number is 518. 455-2909, uh, no help there. I contacted um, the district office, that was in, in, Albany, in Albany, the district office, 585-225-3650, uh, uh, no help there. Uh, I also contacted um, uh, Senator Michael uh, Ranser-Hoofer. Ranser um, I was told that... Um, uh, it's not his district, so 
so um, we couldn't have, get help there. Uh, when I contacted Congresswoman Louise uh, Slaughter, uh, I already said what I was told, that uh, she couldn't do anything because she was defenseless against the DSS um, workers because when uh, she called uh, or her staff called, the, the Department of Social Services workers would not take her call. You know, how defenseless can a, a Congresswoman be? And uh, the assembly person uh, for District 136, which was uh, Mark Jones, told us that uh, we were not within his district, so uh, we had to contact the assemblyman, David Grant, uh, and um, we got no help there, of course. Um, then we contacted Joseph uh, D. Morelli. Uh, we had no help there. Um, uh, Tyler Swartz uh, uh, falsified documents, uh, legal and, and, and um, yeah, legal and government records, and got my mother uh, after uh, he aided and abated the stealing of my, my mother's identities and mine here in Monroe County by the Department of Social Services and the Illegal Alliance Mafia member that rented of this house and is uh, contributing to trying to put me in jail. After um, Mr. T Tyler Swartz, uh, who works with uh, Assemblyman uh, Morelli, Joseph Morelli, Aiden abated uh, the selling of our identities and the defrauding the USA government with our social security numbers here in Monroe County by the Department of Social Services, he signed up my mother for adult protective service through the falsification of uh, legal records because to sign somebody up for adult protective service, uh, you need two things. They uh, have to either be blind or they have to not be able to dress themselves, and my mother doesn't qualify. So how did she get signed up for adult protective service? I don't know. The only explanation is that uh, documents were falsified and they were planning to um, get adult protective service to uh, raid the house, uh, and put me in jail, probably inventing something like I tried to blow up a building like they said before, uh, and that I had connections with ISIS, uh, which is ridiculous because that's one of the groups that I um, fight against. And they were going to say that my mother belonged to adult protective service because um, she uh, qualified for it, uh, and she does not. So uh, that's Assemblyman uh, Joseph Morelli. Then we went to Assemblyman David um, uh, David Grant. Um, he told us to contact the Ibero Ibero, um, Ibero American Action League, which is one of the agencies that. Uh, uh, is created um, supposedly to help the citizens, but that's the only purpose of these agencies, like many others in the United States, is to steal from the taxpayers. So they get these agencies, they give them funds, and they give them uh, donations. And what do the, the workers do? Only serve their family members and their friends. Uh, and uh, also steal the funds from these agencies uh, and enrich the, themselves illicit, uh, uh, illegally and um, not help the citizens uh, like uh, these agencies are intended to do. And when I infiltrated myself in one of those agencies and I worked there for about uh, two months or so, uh, I was told 
by uh, a worker there that was friends with the director uh, of this agency. Uh, and uh, I was told straight out, the purpose of this agency is not to help the citizens in any way. The purpose of these agencies are just to steal from the taxpayers, to steal from the government, that's all. A woman that uh, I befriended told me that was what friends with the director told me this, that the purpose of these agencies was not to help the citizens, as they all, always say, that it was just to steal from the taxpayers. So many illegals were working uh, there, and they were uh, stealing from the taxpayers. Uh, they would use the, the um, New York State Medicaid of children. They would sign them up for uh, um, therapies that they did not qualify for, charge the Medicaid many times $300 per hour, and um, many times they only did half an hour or uh, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and they charged the $300 per hour. Um, uh, this agency um, were also uh, trafficking with uh, and falsifying um, medical records. They would um, get the medication and get uh, the, uh, the um, therapies going, uh, many times for children that did, they did not, that did not qualify for the therapies. And then one year or, or so later, they would get the prescription from the doctors. And wow. this is, this is uh, how uh, the, the, the system is working in this country. And um, the, um, the person who was doing this was uh, from uh, another country. Uh, she disliked. She started to dislike me uh, because I had to report. I had no choice but to report this to the pertinent uh, officials, and they took away their license, uh, and they had to move uh, from Yonkers, New York, and from Queens to another uh, place because they were tracking them down. And uh, Kevin McGuire was directly connected to this uh, fraud uh, that uh, in this. Uh, millions of dollars per, per year uh, fraud that uh, was being perpetrated. And um, the agency was called G&E, uh, uh, Kids Power. G&Y Kids Power um, was an agency supposedly crea created to help children that uh, were uh, having problems uh, like with occupational therapy, or with uh, ADA or whatever the, the need was, and they were not doing that. They were stealing from the government, and that's how um, I ended up reporting this, reporting them. And they had to move, and they disappear because that's what these agencies do. They disappear once they are reported, and they go after them. I also reported um, U.S. Reading Solutions, which uh, hire. Uh, certified teachers, and then uh, fires them, put them to work, don't pay them, and then fires them, and uh, use their credentials uh, because they ask for your credentials. Then they use uh, the credentials of the certified teachers uh, with people who don't know how to read or write well, who just have uh, maybe a high school diploma or, or an eighth grade, and they say 
they take the identities of these teachers and they say, well, this is so and so and, and this is our new teacher. When in reality, that's no teacher. That's somebody that is, that is impersonating a teacher. U.S. Reading Solution, and uh, I reported them too. But of course, the um, a, uh, Attorney General for the state of New York uh, did not do anything. The Inspector General did not do did not do anything. The Department of Labor did not do anything because again, uh, a lot of people has a lot of have a lot of interest uh, and get a piece of the pie with uh, the trafficking of citizens' identities, uh, credentials, and government benefits. There's yes, a lot of money that's that being there's a, a lot of money to spread around. And I was just going to say something, Professor Martinez, because you said a lot of these teachers were not credentialed. Everyone, it makes me think not only in schools, but banks and bureaucracies, such as Social Security Administration, Department of Motor Vehicles. And for sure for me now, in the last 10 to 15 years, I've walked out of a lot of places and that I would always scratch my head, even before I was targeted. How did she or he get that job? That's an idiot. It's, it's almost like I could tell the standard of even working in an office had changed. It, I began to question. Some of these people couldn't even type. They couldn't even address an envelope properly, a simple correspondence. I was just wondering, how did they get their job? Now this makes sense. They were hooked up, if you want to call it, because the mafia wants to hire their own people to keep continuing to steal from the taxpayers. Exactly. And get rid of the honest workers. Look at the post office. People talk about that, but look at how the post office back in the day you guys used to operate and how it operates now. Everyone seems underqualified. How did you get that job? And I don't know if you remember one uh, woman that uh, doing one of our calls uh, said something about uh, the Department of um, the Social Security Administration Office uh, used to be full of American citizens, uh, and uh, they did an excellent job. Um, they uh, were doing what they were supposed to. And now it is full of uh, foreigners uh, who barely speak English many times, and uh, they are just there uh, because of one reason, and it's not, it is not to serve the uh, citizens. It is to steal their identities and government benefits and sell them to illegals and illegal aliens mafia members. And many of them, I have bad news for you guys, uh, when they sell your um, New York State trade Medicaid or Medical, when they sell your insurance to somebody, they can also... Uh, the person that they sell it to, because I've seen that, can lend your insurance card to somebody else so they and their friends and family members can use your Medicaid card or medical card courtesy of the taxpayers. So the taxpayers end up not only paying for the illegals to use uh, the, their taxpayers' uh, money, but uh, the illegal friends and family members. Uh, and this is why our country is in deep debt, and this is why uh, we have um, many uh, millions of uh, American citizens who are dying uh, because they get no uh, medical care because they don't have the, the insurance that they should have, like my mother. And um, many, of, uh, many of them are um, uh, uh, 
given no uh, medical care or the least medical care that they can be given because they want to get rid of them. And that's all uh, courtesy of the taxpayers. The taxpayers are paying for this. So in a, in, in a sense, it is a brilliant uh, thing to do. Uh, you know, you uh, commit crimes, you get, uh, you don't have to come up with a capital or to, you don't have to come up with any money to, do, to run this business. Uh, the taxpayers come up with the money, you sell the, the government benefits, you enrich yourself illicitly, um, and once you enrich yourself, then uh, you get out and you, uh, you put the next criminal there who is going to continue your work. And I'm sure when the, Kevin McGuire and Diana Dane uh, get, uh, and um, the sheriff, uh, Thomas Doherty uh, of Livingston County, when they retire, they're going to put uh, three other criminals there so they can continue to perpetuate the trafficking of citizens' identities, the, assassinations of, uh, the assassination of the citizens, and uh, also the uh, mockery of the American culture because uh, everybody from all the countries know that if you come here, uh, you don't need to work. You can live off the taxpayers. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> okay, that's pretty horrible. Um, Professor Martinez, are you ready to soon uh, take some questions and answers? Are you? Um, yes. We have more topics to uh, go on because uh, I've noticed that a lot of information, uh, a lot of times we want to ask some questions just to make sure we're keeping up um, with Professor Martinez step by step. So you want to make sure we're putting down, picking up what she's putting down, excuse me, I'll say it right. And uh, that way we have clarity because tonight is wake up and you see the importance of this. And uh, even simple questions like, like, gosh, am I really a victim of this as well? Um, there's a couple of questions that have always bothered me and I'm open to you know, boo-boo across the street shooting me with a weapon or human experimentation. But I just never understood now where the con of asset stripping came. Why, why are you taking my house? Why are you taking my job? Why are you taking government benefits that are entitled? Why are you taking my retirement? You know what I'm saying? When you start asking those questions, I'm sort of like, well, wait a minute. How was all of this played into it? You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is designed to uh, give you the final touch of death because they start um, asset stripping you, taking your house and your property. Uh, then they go after your job, so they job strip you after uh, asset stripping you. They mm -hmm. uh, job strip you, and then they uh, government benefits strip you. And then when you are out on the street, like my mother and myself, that uh, – uh, have no way of paying for an apartment, uh, then they steal your income. Uh, they, she's supposed to be receiving $5,000, around $5,000 a month, uh, and uh, uh, the Social Security uh, uh, illegal mafia members working there uh, are going to take uh, the last $1,000 that she uh, was receiving uh, for the last six, you know, 10 years or so, 2005. So what is what's their death? Because you cannot survive on the street. No, you can't, and it's easy. I want everyone to know that they want us without shelter because it's easy. It is easy to assassinate you, to murder you. Yeah. It just exactly. says it's easy. It's easy to kill you when you're incarcerated, jail, or prison. Uh, it's easy even in a mental ward. It's easy. 
who's going to look yeah. around, who's going to know, you know what I mean? Where it's those areas, when you think about it, you know, it's, you're in the elements now. Does everyone understand how how much we really are in danger? Really are. Yes. Any questions? Yeah, they don't tell us that. Any questions or comments or concerns? And remember, uh, that's, that's why we call this call uh, a wake-up, because if you think that they're going to stop after they steal your house, you are sadly mistaken. They're going to go for your uh, property, and they're going to go for your uh, pension, your government benefits, your um, public assistance benefits, uh, until you are uh, done, and they have you on the street, and then they kill you. Exactly. And then think about areas when we really... It's got it's got to be tied into this whole corruption money angle. I mean, guys, we can't even halfway go to a doctor, hospital, or dentist. They can't even keep up a pretense of professionalism. It's as if they already know, oh, you're alive again, because they won't barely want to treat you. They accuse you of sexual harassment lawsuits. They, well, the one last week told my sister she was taken by ambulance to Chicago. No cardiovascular doctor will see you in this county based on your sexual harassment suit with the University of Chicago Medicine. You guys, we don't have no sexual harassment lawsuits, okay? We don't. We don't. And even if you did, that's retaliation. That's illegal. That's a Exactly. That, and guess how that got out by her so-called um, nephrologist. So what I'm saying is this organized crime has they have teams working against you when you go to court. They got teams working against you when you go to take care of medical, be it a doctor or hospital or dentist. They've got teams when you have to live for shelter, shyster, rip-off artists, landlords, faulty maybe apartments, or to try to get you placed around a bunch of criminals or criminals will move in. As Professor Martinez started our call tonight, anywhere you can think of moving, it may look normal for less than a week, and all of a sudden, it's bad, okay? So you can't really escape this. It follows wherever you go. And you're right, just when they have your job or your retirement, you think they're done with you? Come on, how many of us have they already blacklisted us from our employment anyway? And they're still there. This is the takedown, slow kill, and they expect us, wake up, not to fight, not to put in complaints, not to call voice, victims of immigration crimes engagement. The phone number is 855-48-VOICE, literally Victor Ocean Ice Cream Charlie Edwards. Uh, at this time, Professor Martinez, I want people to want you to give your phone number out, your email uh, address, as well as Facebook. Professor Martinez and her mother are facing homelessness in the next couple of days. If anyone in our community knows of uh, apartment rentals in the Rochester, New York area, um, I'm going to let Professor Martinez give you all of her information. Yes. Go ahead. If you know of anybody who is renting an apartment uh, in the Rochester area, uh, please give us a call at 914-619-8362, 914-619-8362. Uh, 
8362, or you can go to my Facebook account, which is my name, uh, essentially, and then you can go to um, www.facebook.com uh, uh, forward slash um, Polange that Martinez that five eight one seven that's my Facebook uh, account and you can contact me there. Just send me a message. Tell me you know there is a a, a, a place where they rent apartments uh, and um, they're not going to give the run around. Uh, so you can uh, contact this person. Uh, this person uh, is uh, has a, or is having apartment available or houses available. Uh, if you can help us in any way, shape, or form, please uh, give us a call or um, give, uh, contact me through my Facebook account. Now, uh, if there's some questions and comments tonight uh, for, for, for Professor Martinez, go ahead and star eight. Chat, if you have a question, go ahead and type it in, and I will address it. Okay, uh, we've got one question. It's West Coast Angel. Let's go ahead and... Um, Open her up real quick. Uh, go ahead, West Coast Angel. Hi, I don't have an in-depth question. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to show support for you guys on the show. And um, Professor Solange, I really appreciate the information. I could kind of joggle a question, Lauren. Um, it's phenomenal that you found out that they could, um, it's a statement question, that they could, um, like, fraudulently use the person and their name and their information um, and their eligibility over how many counties? You said 3,000 counties in the nation? And how did you find that information? Yes, 3,124 um, counties approximately, more or less, in, in the United States. And I know uh, illegal alias mafia members who are getting benefits, government benefits, in Westchester County, and they are also getting government benefits in the county of New York in Manhattan because they have relatives who uh, live in Manhattan. So what they do is they have uh, the, the relative um, address in Manhattan, uh, and they apply for the Department of Social Services in Manhattan with their relative uh, address, and they say that they live there. And in the meantime, they live in uh, Yonkers, New York, uh, where they really live. So they are getting two benefits for one person in two different counties. And imagine if they tell your uh, identity in each county, and we have over 3,000 counties, that one identity uh, multiplied in, in over 3,000 times, and then the taxpayers end up paying for those government benefits for supposedly people who are living there. Uh, and uh, this is a disaster because the taxpayers in, in America are never going to pay off the debt that uh, we have. It's, it's over 19 can I interject on that? Can I interject quickly? Um, yeah. Solange, what I learned is that, and, and it's fair on one hand and not fair on the other. Um, I have an acquaintance that moved out of state and the benefits were still piling up because somebody forgot to see that the food stamps were still piling up and they caught it later. 
within the one county. But what they do in California is that you're able to take your food stamp card to another place on vacation, and there are limits for it. You know, there's a time limit, but the money sits there on the card. Say they don't catch it in two months or three months. You have, if you're if you're done with the program, they don't catch the end of it until um, they they catch it. Whether the person goes in and says I'm done with the program, or the the representatives in the office, and then you're talking about people that are not qualified. That's probably why there's a backlog of like, um, you know what I mean. They they're just yeah. backlogged with work because they half of them don't even know how to do the job. Most likely in most of the government offices. So this is the thing, is that there was okay. Say a person gets three hundred dollars in food stamps. There was a thousand dollars on this card. Now, past a certain point. It's okay because they can have it. But what if it went? What if you have somebody in there that's fraudulent and they just let it go and go and go? They go and beat that person up. They end up in the hospital. They steal their card. There's so many scenarios that could happen, really, if these people are super dishonest. And in Cal, in Cal this is in California. And do you know how many food stamp um, and other program recipients are walking the street? And this money just sits on cards and sits on medical cards. The coverage is still open so somebody could go find someone that has that name, the actual person, or someone else. They, the fraud could just go can compound. Maybe exactly. that's why perps go against perps sometimes because they're getting other things. You know, they can pick up the cards and the information and sell it to somebody else. It's endless if somebody really wanted to just keep on going. Yes, that's why I, I am pro-biometric pro system because if you have a system where they have to do it with your eyes or with your, um, you know, uh, your uh, fingerprints or, or, or whatever, they, it won't be impossible instead of, instead of using a card, they have to go through your, your eye. Uh, it is impossible for somebody else to use your, your, your identity. Exactly. Your but also, Solange, is that the police, if they're, you know, working with this illegal program and the, yeah. illegal, the fraud, guess what? When they turn their head, you know what? They don't have to. There's a couple of things. They don't have to write the reports. They don't like to write reports. They're lazy. Then half of those cops aren't even qualified. So they really don't know how to fill out the paperwork. And I know one case here that they filled out paperwork and it was done wrong, several cases, and um, the cases were either thrown out or they had to redo the work, and I'm sure they had to go run and find somebody who knew how to do it, right? Because half of them don't know how. And um, the final point on that is, uh, what is it? Oh, the, that's why the police don't want to go after these crimes because they just don't want to do paperwork across the board. I, that's what I've seen. When you called them about the fraudulent behavior of the neighborhood watch and everything else, they're already lying. They already know that that's against you, right, because they're the ones in charge of it. But then they aren't going to write the report, even if they're a good cop, or have a little conscience because it's going to be paperwork they've got to write. And it's an investigation they have to open up. And I was wondering why these people don't want to open open up investigations. I, I sense that right from the beginning. Anybody else? That's I sense that right away. Yes, and they don't want to open up an investigation when they know that a person is guilty because they want to open up an investigation against me uh, when they know I'm innocent and they know that the uh, 
the investigation, quote-unquote, against me is not because I committed any crime, but because I reported crime. And uh, they didn't want to open an investigation when my mother and, and, and myself reported our government benefits being stolen uh, in our Social Security benefit, uh, our Social Security numbers being used to defraud the USA government here in Monroe County, as well as in Livingston County and in Westchester County. The police did not want to open an investigation, but they wanted to open an investigation after I reported this um, rapist and sodomizer and criminal who has been selling um, the uh, people's um, identities and government benefits who my mother caught copying her social security card and my social security card and then sold it to somebody in Monroe County Department of Social Services. And um, he also trafficked with um, USA addresses. He sells the addresses here. He sell, like when he was living here uh, and he moved out, I counted like three or four different people who were getting government benefits from this address and they lived at another address. Uh, and uh, he told me once, oh, that's okay, you know. And these people sell the, sell the address uh, for $500, $600 uh, Per address. So if you live in, in Livingston County and you want to uh, get uh, government benefits, welfare benefits from uh, uh, Monroe County where we are, he would sell you this address and then you can get Livingston County's um, uh, welfare package and uh, Monroe County's welfare package because uh, they have connections with the, both, with the DSS commissioner of both counties and they would facilitate the crime uh, to defraud the USA government because it's not their money, it's the taxpayer's money. Exactly. But it's still, but the main thing is not only is it stealing, we are being persecuted by it. You know what I'm saying? We have exactly. earned everything honestly. So we're being harmed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, we so, are so. suffering as the victims, yes, as TI. We are suffering. Exactly. And if and if you and if you guys question if you're eligible, if you don't work and you're on a very meager retirement, you are eligible for a lot, and I mean a lot of government benefits. Try to apply for them and get that rejection. That will give you the heads up. Your identity is definitely stolen. Yes, and let me tell you something. When you join the National Liberty Alliance, uh, they will ask you for documentation. They will say, do you have the documents? Uh, do you say the documents? Uh, do you have proof for that? It's because they will go to court. They will, they will defend you, and they will go to court, and they will say, this person was wrong, uh, was wronged by this um, government employee, and uh, this person uh, was uh, abused by this government employee, and that's not the government employee's function to abuse, subjugate the citizens. The government employee's function is to protect and serve the citizens, not to subjugate them. Now, let me make sure we understand this National Liberty Alliance. I believe Connie was mentioning it. You want to repeat the phone number again. Solange, you could just call them, and they will start uh, taking like an intake over the phone. Is that how it works? Yes. Say if you have a case in court, like if they are illegally evicting you or if they are uh, stealing your house illegally, um, they will uh, tell you what to do in court. They have a call uh, every Monday, and uh, when you join the call, you can ask questions and you can tell your story, and they will help you. Uh, and um, 
if they you need to file papers, uh, they will you know tell you this is the way to do it, this is not the way to do it, etc., etc., etc. They are very helpful. They help me a lot. Oh, great! That's good. Everyone, we should uh, go ahead and keep that number for your records. Now I wrote it down. If you're talking, and fun just went under. But uh, let me see where I have it here. Um, National Liberty Alliance. Yes, it's eight one four five three one five three six three. That's the phone number. Yes, eight one four five three one fifty three sixty three. Yes. Okay. Yes, everyone, please keep that number for your records. National Liberty Alliance. False evictions, false, you know, trumped up charges. Um, probably if you're bugged, uh, uh, probably if you even have in your state a complaint against the doctor, you can call him about that because this guy is continuing. I'm going to have to call him again. He's now trying to tell, uh, he's using his power to inflect a, a type of blacklist that my sister can't see any proper medical attention, and I know that's against the law. Of course, that's against the law. That's called denying uh, medical care. It is against the law. You cannot, as a doctor, deny anybody medical care. You cannot. It is, you can be prosecuted for that. Exactly. If nor tell a patient in the emergency room, ER, uh, we understand you have a sexual harassment case, no cardiovascular surgeon will see you in this county. That is against the law. Of course. They're telling you straight out that they are retaliating against you. Retaliation is a very serious charge. That's medical malpractice. That, that, that could be, you could see a lawyer for that. And then also it's negligence. That's another thing. Medical negligence, that's a big one. And it's comparative to when you have somebody in a rest home and you refuse to get them proper care or give them proper care. It's a very serious offense. It's what I found about when handlers and perpetrators were bothering me inside my home and I'm disabled, ADA, at home, bothering no one. doesn't matter one way or the other, you're bothering somebody or not. You're a protected class. When you are, you're a federally protected class, being disabled, senior, um, sick person. And basically, if you can imagine, if somebody, like, say, hit, a person that's um, a nurse hits a patient in a in a what do you call it? a retirement home or what do you call it a um, convalescent home. Basically, they can depending on how bad it is. It's called like a class four felony. Um, it's worse than a class one felony. Okay because of all the compounded protective laws for that person. So it's like if, if you hit somebody in the street, you're going to get like three years if you cause bodily damage. If you do medically bodily damage inside a rest home or somebody that's at home that's under a doctor's care or needs, sees a doctor consistently, basically you would get, depending on the damages, you could get 10 years for the same kind of crime inside a medical facility. And that's why Elvira's situation is very drear for who did it, who stole her phone, because of the compoundedness. You look at the, the victim and all the aspects of the victim. Oh, let's go okay. ahead. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm sorry to tell you about that. It runs me up a tree because oh, well, it's such a, a vindictive crime. It's such a compoundedly evil 
um, without conscience crimes. Sorry about Elvira. that, Lauren. Uh, that's fine. Elvira has a new phone replaced. There was a woman that visited Elvira um, last uh, this Sunday. So last week, Monday or Tuesday, in the hospital in Florida, claimed she was a TI. Her name is Jacqueline Allen. I believe she's also on Facebook. I believe she's the same woman that said she was going to uh, do harm to herself, suicide in front of Diane Feinstein's office. I believe I saw her picture in the video, by the way. Um, she offered to get Elvira's phone, the battery, fixed. It was really literally down the street. I called her. She disappeared for about two days, didn't return the phone. I called her. She mentioned that uh, her GPS didn't work, and I'm like, okay. And she was crying, and I'm like, okay. But my question still was, are, are you going to return the phone? Because if you couldn't get it repaired, I'm sure she, you know, people visiting her may offer to get it repaired. That's all the thing. You know, you want, probably want to get that back to her. And she became, of course, hostile. We have to watch ourselves in this community. Um, there's a lot of imposters. Uh, times I know I could even, I don't really want to act weird, but there's imposters. We're infiltrated is all I'll say. Uh, well, isn't it, Lauren, that if you're suicidal, you can become homicidal so easily? And like you said, a woman doing these things, like a woman being going from suicidal well, yeah. to homicidal is very she's rare. Creepy. It's rare. Well, she's becoming creepy. Even Elvira's yeah. daughter-in-law said, I did not like her eyes. She, she was creepy. We have to watch out. There's a lot of infiltrators. I know you have to trust someone, but maybe because we've got the TI global survey going on, which I personally think is a very good idea. There's good ideals and there's ideals that I don't know. I don't think of it. But I think the TI survey is good. But with the infiltrators, we're becoming even in a computer in our community a little bat backbiting. They're making some of us more sensitive or 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 triggering us. We've got to remain still and keep a serious mind and composure. This program, whatever you want to call us against us, this mafia, it operates on terror and emotion. Quell the emotions. Let your logic push through. It's not all about boo-boo across the street, gang stalking me or shooting me with a weapon. Boo-boo is a small scrub on the pyramid because the name of the game is money. He's, oh, yeah. just, he's just the boots on the ground. This goes up higher than boo-boo. It really does. Uh, it, I don't mind sharing a joke. I think we all need to lighten up at times we can do that. Uh, I have to ask questions, and this tomorrow will be Monday to talk shit. So they will release my call series so that I hope you guys can download or listen to it. I don't feel I promote a hate agenda. However, I will raise my hand and say I'm rather blunt and candid. I don't feel what I have to live with every day, highly racialized, human trafficking. It's not that I enjoy the dark side. I'm enduring the dark, and I have no choice sometimes but look the belly of the beast in its eyes. That's my way of coping. I'm going to address this bluntly in all its ugliness. So that could be the reason. I can have all reasons, but I will go ahead and say, and I believe Professor Martinez will agree, uh, I've had talk show over a year, no problem. I think a lot of people have called on this forum. I don't feel that they really 
zoom in to a particular call and listen, I really feel my perks if they wanted to, you know, do me like this. Would have, would, I mean, I've had to talk to you over 12 months. Wouldn't they have already moved with that? I strongly am inclined to believe that someone in our community acting as a victim was really We have been expressing a lot of things that are true. We have been outing a lot of imposters that say they're T.I. Yami Ali, it's not a team. Amy Anderson, it's not a team. Jacqueline Allen, it's not a team. Joy Mack, it's not a team. They steal, they torture, they ridicule. And I believe for that I have been persecuted by my call. And that's truly sad because when you are working um, to help uh, the citizens, it is a very, um, it hurts a lot when somebody prosecutes you for helping others and for trying to bring uh, the, the truth out uh, in the open. It's really not a, a nice thing to do to, to somebody who is trying to help others. Uh, and also, um, I wanted to, to remind you um, that if you uh, are being refused medical care, if you are being abused uh, as a patient, uh, you have uh, the legal right to file uh, a, a lawsuit against the hospital and uh, mention the people who are um, acting against your best interest because uh, especially if you are, like my mother, uh, chronically ill, uh, you have the legal right to get medical care. If you are refused medical care, document that uh, if you are disabled, you don't have to pay the $300 to file the lawsuit. Uh, they will waive that. Uh, you uh, fill out a form. It's a one-page form. Uh, you fill it out, and you will file your lawsuit. And that uh, lawsuit is uh, an official documentation of whatever uh, is happening to you and uh, the uh, abuse that you are suffering at the hands of um, the uh, medical staff at, uh, at any hospital. And um, when you file the lawsuit, um, they give you a paper. Uh, either you can get somebody else to help you write it. Uh, like I'm, I'm more than willing to help you write it if you need uh, if you need me to do so. And also they give you a paper and they give you guidelines at the court, and uh, you can file your lawsuit. It's very easy to to follow. Uh, it doesn't have to be com complicated. Uh, I may do that, Solange. After you and your mother safely move, how does that sound? And you guys definitely move, and we get past this Judge Gallagher. How does that sound? Yes, uh, I will. I will uh, agree with that because you have to document that. And as a, a lawyer that I know often says, uh, if you don't document it, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, that's the truth. That's the truth. Because and also, if, you, if, if Boo Boo is hurting you, go ahead and follow. Well, I'm saying it right now. Follow complaining against Boo Boo or Boo Boo lied to you at the doctor. Anything you're mistreated. Do your paper trail because you know something. I know they want to frighten us and say, you know, oh, what's what's it worth, or or they're going to keep go ahead. You know something? If you don't document it, yeah, it's difficult to say. If you're treated crummy at a hospital, or if you're being labeled schizophrenia and you went there for high blood pressure and you didn't discuss any mental issues with a health professional, that's wrong. That's lie. That's labeling you. That's against the law. Messing with your medical record. 
Yes, and also if you say that you are schizophrenic or that you you know you have one eye le left or uh, whatever, if you are there with a broken arm, they're supposed to take care of the broken arm. Not just okay. say, oh, you're schizophrenic. Uh, we won't take care of the broken arm. That's a denying a me denying medical care, and that's yeah. illegal. And another thing that I wanted to say. Um, the uh, NLA, the National Liberty Alliance, they have a, a, a call, uh, a call number. Uh, you don't need to pay for that. Uh, it's free. You can just call. It's 515-604-9386. Uh, on Monday nights uh, at 9 uh, p.m. Eastern Time, 515-604-9386. You can call, log on, uh, and listen to the call. They give you a lot of uh, information about how to deal with court uh, cases and how to file papers in court and, and all that. It's very, very um, uh, uh, learning-oriented, and it's very good. And to um, you press uh, start six to mute, and you press one to enter the queue. So it's very easy. Start six. That's a good ideal, everyone. That's a good ideal. Because if we don't know how to do it, they, we can use something that they can't take away from us. We can learn and find uh, tools to educate us in this. We are being beaten down, but we are not uh, broken. We are not broken. They may, they may want us to feel that way, but we are not. Exactly. And uh, you have to unite. We have to unite uh, to become strong because you cannot do it individually. You can never do it alone. You, it will. It will never happen. You have to unite and you have to join an organization and um, become stronger through that. So please uh, listen to the call uh, and learn how to file your papers in court and um, do what you have to do because. Uh, if you don't do anything, the, the, the harassment, the hunting down, and the assassination attempts at the hospitals or at any place, uh, the gang stalkings, those are not going to stop. You have mm. to uh, take the, the step further. You have to take it a step further and take them to court, uh, document uh, whatever, hap whatever is happening, because I remember, if you don't document it, it did not happen, unfortunately. Oh, uh, that's true. That is true. And at this time, you guys, we're going to commence close soon. Does anyone have any questions or comments that I can get in at this time? Because uh, we've got, uh, I'm sure we all have a very busy week uh, ahead of us. Yes. And again, again, Professor Martinez, if anyone knows of any apartment rental in the Rochester, New York area, uh, you can reach her on Facebook. And... Uh, you have a telephone cell phone number? Yes, does somebody have a question? Can I ask what time your show is tomorrow as well? And I'll I'll try to, you know, get that information out about her needing the apartment in Rochester, New York. Okay. Um, but it, what time is your show tomorrow, Lauren, if you can do that after you guys get done? Uh, it's 9 p.m. I, I did a, a blurb on it too, you guys. I'm still going to – I'll listen to National Liberty Alliance. I promise you one other day. And if I don't – get things straightened out like I want with talk show. I will be looking for another forum. Someone has suggested blog talk radio. I will look them up actually uh, maybe in a, an hour or so. If I'm going to still check on my system at dinner and stuff. Is there any questions or comments for Professor Martinez at this time? I want to make sure 
we um, understand that. And it's, I did announce the calls over the weekend, so I'm going to fulfill my co- my obligation and do my best to um, hopefully get the calls to be able to be listened to or downloaded, and then just ease out and move somewhere else. But I can't I can't stress it enough. Keep yourself as safe as possible. Live your life as balanced as possible for what we're living through. And definitely, definitely, you do matter. So don't just take uh, too much of this medical maltreatment, as I call it, laying down. You can still file your complaint. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because if you don't document it, and document is a paper trail, you want them to receive that. You want copies that you sent it. Uh, I believe somewhere in the community, I don't know his name, they're mentioning a a whistleblower now that was once a gang stalker. There's something out there that he's listening to, or or, I'm sorry, that he's already released. Uh, I don't know what other, you know, calls or groups are doing with this, but uh, that that gives us more evidence how he expresses, you know, companies are involved with gang stalking as well as federal, he called it a federal program. Well, if you look at it, it, it blacklists us across federal lines. It's like almost like an eraser. And then I believe these nefarious groups, tentacles, they're broken up into a lot of them. Some of them is human experimentation. Yeah, sure. But a lot of it is organized crime, you know, especially for, I think, for victims that live really in metropolis cities. It is as if, as if the organized crime is bluntly in our face. We can see the trafficking and the criminality. Maybe th- maybe things are done in a smaller place or ne- or maybe near military base or a university. But pretty much in these sanctuary urban cities, it tends to have this stronghold and it's more than just blacklisted at medical. It's the type and who they're sending to stalk and terrorize us. Be it be a doctor or a cop, they have an essence of criminality. The same with sex trafficking, which I'll also bring. And I think uh, it's just to make all of us aware in the end times, I'm religious, uh, it's paralleling. Again, there's nothing new under the sun. The, uh, the only thing has changed is we live in a modern society, but the human condition remains the same. And that's kind of eye-opening in itself. So, Professor Martinez, is there any last comments or remarks you'd like to share? Yes. uh, One last comment. Remember, uh, God is in control, not the illegal aliens mafia, not the people who are uh, hunting you down, stealing your government benefits, stealing your pension, uh, stealing your identity. They're not in control. They think they are, but they're not. God is in control. Uh, you are so right about that. You are so right about that. Because, uh, we just have to uh, just do that. And with that, everyone, I want to thank you, those that can join me. Tomorrow will be on at 9 p.m. You've got the phone number of those that want to, of uh, course, listen to uh, the National uh, Liberty Alliance. That will be on tomorrow. Uh-huh. One. Quickly, Neil has a call following this call um, on TalkShoe at 134999. If anybody else needs more time of support, it's 134999. That's it. Okay, thank you, Cindy. Everyone, I want to thank you so much. 
for joining us tonight. Stay, keep posted to launch Martinez Point uh, 5817 uh, Facebook. I'm under K Whitfield, K A Y, last name W H I T F I E L D, no photograph on Facebook. And my email, I want you guys to have it all lowercase, it's K Whitfield 55 at gmail.com. And the minute I know that TalkShoe is not going to be cooperative, I'm going to make a move, make that move, so we can go on. And because I, I want everyone to any time of the day to be able to listen or download the calls, post them, make them go viral, um, whatever um, you want to do. So with that, I want to wish you guys a safe week, stay blessed, and uh, those that can join me at nine o'clock tomorrow night, that'll be terrific. Take care. Enjoy tune. It reminds me of my youth. Enjoy this. <laughs> Take care. Good good night. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.